Hello, and thank you for listening to Cruising the Waves podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you cruise information right from the source, right from the people who work in the industry. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new podcast with a representative from the cruise lines, river and ocean cruise lines, and also expedition cruises too. This way, you get the information straight from the source, factual information, not rumors or people guessing, but real information from those who work in the industry. Each week, I meet with my BDM, who is my business development manager from each cruise line. They have the inside scoop on all the news from the high seas. Remember to check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on the web, and here you'll find all the group cruises that we have planned. We've locked in some amazing rates and some great perks too, so check those out. Also check out our YouTube channel, Plenty of Sunshine Travel on YouTube, to see pictures and videos of everything discussed here today. Want to get in on the conversation? Visit us on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to post any questions you might have, and I'll be sure to include them in the next episode for you. For help in booking your own cruise experience that was discussed on this week's topic or any other vacation you could dream of, you can contact me at Kathleen at PlentyOfSunshineTravel.com. On this week's Cruise in the Waves podcast, episode number 117, we're meeting with Oceana Cruises, and we are going to be going over one of the itineraries that I'm going to be personally taking next July 2024 to Norway and above the Arctic Circle. We're also going to be discussing their newest ship, Oceana Vista, and just talking about the refurbishments as well. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like and subscribe to our channel. Remember to hit that share button. Over to the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Cruise Chat. I'm Kathleen Penner, owner of Plenty of Sunshine Travel, and today I am joined by Oceana Cruises, and I am meeting with Guillaume. And I've had the distinct pleasure of meeting with him several times. I have a playlist of Oceana Cruises, so make sure when you're done watching this video that you go back and you look at those ones because there's some amazing content in there. But today we're going to be covering some neat itineraries and just talking about cruising. So over to you. Thanks so much, Kathleen. And uh, yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, I feel like it's a, a regular segment on the show now. So I'm so it's glad great. to join us. Yes, we're up to like 100. I think we're 117 um, is our episode number. So it's awesome that I get to meet with you guys all the time. And I appreciate you taking the time. Fantastic. Yeah. And it was a really exciting day for us uh, yesterday. Um, we actually just uh, did the christening of the Oceana Vista. Yes. So it was a very star-studded event. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we had, uh, actually it was, uh, you know, it was twofold in that we had um, the, obviously the christening of the Vista. So, you know, there was all the fanfare that had surrounded that. Uh, but additionally to that, it was um, Frank Del Rio, who is the original uh, founder of Oceana Cruises, uh, was actually uh, and is now president and CEO of uh, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings, which is the overall arching umbrella of Oceana Cruises. Um, his son, Frank, uh, um, Frank Del Rio Jr., is going to be taking over the helms and being president of uh, Oceana Cruises. Oh, so it was a great twofold event in that we, again, we had the, the spectacular that was the christening of the Oceana Vista, uh, but then we also had the handing off. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of tears. Uh, there was actually super funny, you know, Frank's a really funny guy. Uh, so he was saying that everybody was having hankies uh, and handkerchiefs 
um, to, to kind of wipe up the tears. He yeah. goes on uh, on stage and he actually has a huge towel and he's like, this is what I need for tonight <laughs> because it was such an emotional event. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. It was super well done. You know, we had um, Harry Connick Jr. Uh, we were showcasing our new uh, entertainment on board, which we had uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, we, we have a spinoff of that, which is going to be fantastic. So we had a little bit of highlights in that. Uh, and then um, we had our new god, newest godmother, uh, Gadia from uh, the Food Network, uh, who uh, Gadia De Laurentiis, who um, is like renowned for all her cuisine, uh, which was uh, you know a really good kind of synergy with Oceana Cruises because we're so famous for cuisine. So food, yes, it was such the event. It was fantastic. You know, it was a big long uh, kind of showcase, like um, uh, they had like this mini amphitheater that it created so super well done <laughs> absolutely now that was in new york right they did the christening uh no we were doing the christening over in malta uh oh, so okay. vista will be heading to new york after the summer okay. um so she she was built in an italian shipyard uh finticari if i believe that's the name if it's pronounced correctly <laughs> um she um so the interesting fact i found myself because i'm a little bit of a ship geek is that we um she was actually going out for sea trials about 14 months ago okay. uh, and then we put her back into dry dock and mm -hmm. we pretty much spent over a year just fitting the interior of the ship nice. so we were we brought on like artists and craftsmen uh to make sure that you know every single iota of that ship is just it, it just looks absolutely fantastic um the design elements that we have on board, you know, there was really no expense spared. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure there's probably some uh, mountain missing in Italy because of the amount of marble that we've put on uh, into the ship itself. Um, but the, again, the design elements are really interesting for us. Um, it's our very first all veranda um, a ship itself. So in like pre on other ships, we have inside and ocean views. But with this, we actually can now dedicate more space to the interior. Um, we can uh, dedicate right. more space for the, the guests and crew ratios on board. Um, so, you know, it, not only is it going to look fantastic, it's going to have that fantastic level of uh, service that's renowned for Oceana, but it's going to get stepped up yet another level again. So, yeah, really exciting times with the new ship. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I was invited to the inaugural in New York, and that's why I was like, because I, I knew I wasn't able to go yeah. one night, but I lost track of the date, so I thought it was this past yep. week. Yeah, flipping around, yeah. So, it yeah. Will be, so essentially what it's going to be doing is going to be heading over to, uh, it'll be doing a little bit of Europe to start off mm -hmm. with. It'll then head over to uh, New York. Mm -hmm. um, it'll actually head up to Montreal. Uh, it'll do a little Canada, New England sailing in there. Yeah. I'll head down to Miami where we'll do a little bit more glitz and glam there for the media. Uh, and then I'll go through the Panama Canal uh, and up into LA. Uh, and then essentially that'll kind of conclude its inaugural season. Mm -hmm. uh, but having said that, we've got further sailings into 2024 uh, and some pushing out to 2025 uh, for her. So yeah, it's the kind of all, all go for the Oceana Vista. Oh, that's great. I love that. And and it looks so gorgeous, like even looking at that. And I watched a little bit of the inaugural yesterday or the uh, the naming ceremony or whatever it was that I watched yesterday. And it was <laughs> phenomenal to 
watch. It was incredible. And it was so yeah. nice to see it. It was, it was a show unto itself. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really exciting times to have, you know, it's the first newest vessel that we've had in almost 10 years. Um, although having said that, we have our beautiful Oceana class, which includes the Marina and the Riviera, um, which were custom designed for us 10 years ago. Um, so it's uh, it's lovely to be introducing this new ship to the fleet. However, we've got still some absolutely fantastic vessels that are still within the fleet itself. So it's it's evolving as, as ever. So it's, it's fantastic that way too. Yeah, oh, phenomenal. Yeah, I love how, you know, even though it's 10 years old, it's always refurbished and always kept up so beautiful. And I yeah, absolutely. Like and I mean, the Riviera just went through a complete refurb uh, in uh, December of this year, uh, just this year past. Okay. Um, and the Marina itself, she'll be going in for a complete refurb next year. Um, so even though it's a, you know, a ship that's 10 years old, um, mm -hmm. she's going all the way down to the studs. Uh, again, we're just going to be completely redesigning the interiors of the ship. Yeah. Um, so you that complete, you mean complete oh goodness yeah goodness. absolutely That's, I wow. mean there's no mucking about when it comes to uh, doing these uh, full renos on the ship so it's it's gonna it, um, one of the design elements that we're trying to bring to the ship as well um, we have a kind of philosophy at, at Oceana called Kaizen which is slow and gradual improvement uh, however when it comes to these renos uh, you know the, <laughs> these are almost complete overhauls and and uh, one of the things that we see is that we we bring it out better than new so mm. it, it's great in that you know some of the ships that we have in our fleet um, they're simply not going to make those types of ships anymore um, so it's it's nice when we use the modern technologies mm -hmm. and bring it back to some of these vessels that have a footprint that new new ships are not going to be designed around Mm -hmm. um, and just to see how those elements fit into those ships themselves, um, you know, that's kind of one of the, the, the pillars and cornerstones of Oceana is that um, really the design elements around our ships, we, we want to have them uh, what we call a comfortable residential design. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the ships themselves, uh, you, you want to think of them as kind of boutique hotels at sea, where essentially you as a guest, when you get on board, um, you have that kind of homecoming feel to your, uh, to the, the ship itself. You're not going on to like some some place that has you know three thousand chairs bought from exactly the same place. So right. we get a bulk discount on those. No, we're we're trying to individualize the items on board um, mm -hmm. to give it that sense of home uh, for for the guests to come back to. Essentially, just recharge. Um, uh, we we really do base uh, our itineraries a little bit off the beaten path. Um, and get you to, to really discover those uh, new places to go. And uh, once you get back on board, you recharge, uh, you have an excellent meal, you have excellent service, and then you're kind of ready and set to go the, next, the following day. Yeah, I love that. That's great. And I like that too, because a lot of times, you know, some of the ports that we do end up going to are very North Americanized. And yet you're going to the ones that, you know, don't see a lot of tourists and a lot of cruise ships going. So they're, they're local, they're, they have that authentic yes to them and i love that 
Yeah, we really do try and immerse the, the guests into the destination. Um, mm-hmm. Not only is it going off those beaten path uh, type supports that you're mentioning there, um, when we are in those destinations, uh, we have a number of different shore excursions that can really um, enhance that experience uh, into the immersion. So um, granted, we have our standard excursions, which, you know, are, are of a high quality. They're kind of like walking tours or visits into destination themselves. Uh, however, we, we've actually uh, created a number of new different types of shore excursions where um, we're trying to really get a pulse in the heartbeat of the destination that we're going into. Um, so one of them is what we call Go Local, uh, mm-hmm. where there's small groups, uh, usually around about 10 or 12 guests. Um, we'll take them off and we go into either a local's uh, house or farm, uh, see how they live, uh, see kind of the industry that is of that local destination. Um, again, to, to kind of get a feel for for that destination mm-hmm. over and above kind of just, you know, the, the standard types of tours. Really? Um, we also appeal to like a lot of professionals or ex-professionals in that uh, we've developed uh, a short excursion called uh, Beyond Blueprints, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, kind of has an emphasis on, on design and engineering. Um, so um, it's, um, for example, uh, if we're in the south of France, uh, we have a tour that will go off to Toulouse, which actually visits the Airbus factory. Um, so that you get to see how they're they're creating all these amazing aircraft in that mm-hmm. destination. So, you know, kind of a little bit more of a technical interest, but we found that those tours have, have been very, very popular just kind of due to some of the demographic of the guests that we have on board, mm-hmm. uh, that they really tend to find a great interest in those. So, uh, so it's not just about studying architecture the whole time mm-hmm. with those types of tours. There is that kind of engineering element of it as well. So... Uh, we've been, been finding those have been very, very popular and kind of been booking up very, very quickly. That's great. Yeah. And the money then goes back into the local community. Um, exactly. And that's great. I love that part of it, too. And and learning more about, like I said, like the hands on and learning more about the factories. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. And uh, yes, I've heard as well that you're going to have the chance as well to potentially uh uh, be on a sailing with us next year too. I am, yeah, next July. It's, it's a Norway cruise and I'm hoping that I can have some people come along with me. So if any of you guys are interested, we're going to talk about this cruise, but make sure you reach out to me, uh, info at travel.com. But yeah, it's a Norway cruise and it goes just above the Arctic Circle and I'm super excited about that. Uh, yeah, that's a absolutely. bucket list I have to do at some point and I'm so happy that I'll be able to do it next next summer. Well, just to kind of give a taste of that, I've actually, yeah. uh, if you can believe that, uh, one of, uh, as the saying goes, one of prepared earlier here. So okay. here's the exact itinerary here uh, for next July and uh, on the marina, which, mm-hmm. uh, that ship, that. Yeah. as I mentioned, it will actually be completely renovated by this point. So mm-hmm. essentially, it'll almost feel like a brand new ship unto itself uh, oh. because I believe it's just getting renovated maybe like two like one or two months prior to you boarding this vessel mm-hmm. um so yeah you've got the fantastic opportunity <laughs> uh, to leave out of Copenhagen um personally uh I, you know I've had the opportunity to be in Copenhagen myself uh we've actually recently introduced as well a waiving of fees up to three days prior to entering so if you do want to spend a couple extra days or three extra days in Copenhagen um 
it's a beautiful, beautiful town. Uh, you know, definitely worthwhile maybe spending a day or two extra in there. Um, so it, no, normally what we tend to do is we do include all our airfare with the pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you did want to extend by a day or two, we usually had a fee associated with that. But okay. currently we've actually had such demand that we've decided to waive those fees uh, currently. Oh, so I love it. If you want to book in those few extra days uh, in a Copenhagen or um, even if you want to spend a couple of extra days in Tromso and then uh, I believe there's a train that t- can take you all the way from Tromso to Oslo, I, I believe, um, that, you know, if you see all the, you know, you see the spectacular fjords, which, uh, are, uh, you know, are so synonymous with Norway that yes. um, there's there's some av- availability there, potentially. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're there, so why not immerse yourself more into the area and just check it out a little bit longer? Absolutely. I love that idea. I'll have to look into that train. That's super. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you're getting some great t- towns in there as well. I mean, Oslo, capital of Norway itself, uh, again, just, you know, one of the places that is always synonymous with, you know, the happiness index and, you know, the best, uh, you know, one of the best places to live in the world. Uh, I know Bergen as well. Um, <laughs> my mm-hmm. wife and I have been lucky enough to be in there and it's just a fantastic, you know, fishing market town and, okay, yeah. Yeah, and immersing you in that local destination too. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's just a fantastic itinerary. And Bergen is a fairly large city, is it? Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful fishing town. Uh, so, yeah and again it's big enough where there's uh that we get to visit in uh with with our i mean the marina is our largest vessel at 1250 passengers Mm -hmm. Uh, comparatively to some of the other ships out there it's a it's a very small vessel yeah yeah bergen's a great fishing fishing village uh Mm -hmm. or or fishing town essentially that yeah you know will definitely leave some lasting memories for you in, in that place itself um and then yeah i mean the time of year that you're going you're almost going to be chasing the midnight sun as well when you get all the way up to the north gate yeah. uh, you go all the way up into the arctic circle there and just uh experience the wilds and the wildlife and the the fantastic serene serenity of the destination itself so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and I was wanting to share a little bit of the, um, the uh, like the fuel for the ship itself. So, I mean, this is our Oceana class. So we have the Marina and the Riviera in here. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see, 1,250 passengers. Uh, we have a real one and a half to one guest crew ratio. Oh. So we, we have roughly around about 800 crew on for the 1,250 guests. Mm-hmm. So you, it's a fantastic level of service that you're going to have on board that vessel. Um, one of the great things with the Marina and the Riviera, um, it includes all our specialty restaurants on board for you as well. Uh, you simply just require a reservation to dine at one of those specialty restaurants. Um, my favorite specialty restaurant, or two of them actually, uh, we have Jacques, which is inspired by Jacques Pepin himself. Okay. Uh, uh, he's our executive head chef and has been with Oceana since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has his own French restaurant in there. Um, so going back to my French roots, there's some absolutely fantastic French cuisine that you're going to uh, experience in Jack's and probably one of the best cheese boards I've ever seen as well. Uh, so that's my <laughs> tip. Uh, we also nice. have red, red ginger, mm-hmm. which is our um, Asian fusion cuisine. 
Um, so there's some real fantastic, authentic tastes of Asia and and uh, in, in that restaurant itself. Uh, and really, if if you do have the chance to dine there, uh, my recommendation would be going for the crispy duck and watermelon salad. It's an absolute favorite of mine. Uh, and we've actually, as mentioned as well, we're going to be really renovating her more than ever before so here's kind of a taste to how those renovations are going to be looking um mention as mentioned the riviera has already undertaken that transformation so um you know some really fantastic design elements with you know this is one of our higher end uh suites the vista suite uh mm -hmm. you know giving you that uh, fantastic home ambiance there, you know. Yeah, um, it, looks, it looks just like a regular living room, you know. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Home, I mean, beautiful. <laughs> the funny thing here, you got your beautiful fireplace in there. Obviously, with fire regulations, you can't have a fire on board. But, <laughs> but you've you got know, the you mantle. Can, yes. You can stand by the fireplace and, you know, sip a, <laughs> sip a martini and feel like at home, right? That's right. Um, you know, going through some of the different ones, we've got our Oceana Suites here, which, again, provide some, uh, you know, fantastic space available to you as a guest, uh, you know, feeling, uh, just give you those comfort levels as well. Um, we have our, our, our penthouses, which are always forever popular. You've got that walk-in closet. Uh, mm -hmm. We've just actually refit a number of uh, those bathrooms to, uh, actually, we, we used to have bathtubs in a lot of those, but we've mm -hmm. created a, a full walk-in shower with, you know, the, the rainforest head uh, to, right. to kind of really kind of pamper yourself and yeah. feel like you're almost with <laughs> almost in a spa in that bathroom. Mm -hmm. And and then really unlike uh, a lot of um, ships, you know, being synonymous with kind of smaller bathrooms, um, you know, this one really does give you kind of great square footage uh, mm -hmm. on board. And it even goes down to just our, our standard uh, verandas and concierge verandas here as well. Um, you know, again, one of the things that our design team were, were really kind of focusing on was um, design elements built around, you know, um, kind of nautical themes. Mm -hmm. So you'll tend to find um, like uh, colors that are very closely matching with the sea. So we've gone for like a lot of silvers and emeralds and kind of those grays um, that really kind of match in with uh, the ship's sail. So that's kind of where you would be staying essentially. Yeah. Um, but, you know, very much, we, we know that Oceana guests are they're, they're very much doers and, and mm -hmm. love to learn. So on board, you'll tend to find have a lot of different types of activities. Um, during the day, uh, we, we usually tend to have what we call our enrichment series. Mm -hmm. um, so that includes like a lot of different lecturers on board that, you know, very kind of TED talk style. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, a, a great kind of 45 minute presentation on learning. Um, personally, myself, I was in Alaska last year and we had a naturalist on board and she was talking about the wildlife that we had uh, in Alaska. And um, it, it was actually great because they immersed that element into the cruise itself where she actually was granted access up onto the bridge. Um, and she was coordinating with the captain where whenever she was spotting whales uh, mm -hmm. with the, the, the inside passage there, uh, she was able to announce that into the public areas so that if we were in like the Horizons Lounge, we'd be able to pick up our binoculars and, and spot the whales as, um, oh, going by the ship itself. So, yes. 
Yeah. Like I was, I was also in Alaska last summer and I was in the dining room and I looked out the window and I'm like, I just saw something jump. And I mean, who knows what it was because it wasn't announced. Right. And it's just like, Oh, that's beautiful. Um, but it would be so great to have the naturalist who knows exactly by every little fin, what it is. And, and exactly. Yeah. So it, it really helped. And mm -hmm. I mean, it, with uh, Norway, I'm pretty sure it, it would be kind of similar type of experience. Yeah. Uh, we really try and match the entertainment to, to, where you're going to be now obviously this is kind of the, the learning style mm -hmm. uh you know again we're oceanic guests are doers so uh on board the marina we also have our culinary center which is always one of the you know super popular uh, activities to do on board it always books up as well mm -hmm. um so here you can do like a cooking school um, you know, as the saying goes, you know, you can cook Greek food anywhere in the world, but if you're cooking it in Greece, uh, you know, that's that's where kind of some of those elements will uh, boil in. So where we're when we're in Norway, no doubt we're going to be making some sort of Scandinavian style uh, type uh, cuisine for you to learn. Um, and on board the marina as well, we actually uh, one of the founding principles of Frank and actually was mentioned in the speech yesterday was that Frank actually selected um, a, a number of original artworks on board the, the marina. Okay. Uh, we actually have roughly around about $6 million worth of original artwork on board. So that includes Picassos and Dalis and, um, you know, again, kind of going into that element where, you know, we don't all have Picassos at home, but I know mm -hmm. a lot of our guests have that interest. In, yeah. And because of that, you know, we have our artists loft on board and we have a resident artist in place. Um, so I'm no doubt I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing classes to do with landscapes and some of those uh, beautiful sceneries that you'll be seeing on board. Oh, um, <laughs> you're just going to bring know, it back on board, right? And you get to take that home with you. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, there's, they're, they're fantastic. They, they, you know, they, they have a great sense of connecting with our guests uh you know just inspire uh, i was lucky enough to be on with my daughter who's like a budding artist herself and you know they even took the time out to, to, to spend some time with a six-year-old to to see how her painting was going so it, it's it, you know it's it's just a fantastic way to cruise you know it's, it's a relaxing way for you to to get on board and we're, we're there really you know ships themselves these days you've probably seen it yourself you know they're getting bigger and bigger there's more bells and whistles than ever before mm -hmm. uh for us we know the destination is is going to still drive you as a guest to, to that place and and mm -hmm. that's what's really driving you to to, to cruise um yeah. and really on board it's, it's for us to 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 accommodate that desire for you to travel and uh, for you to kind of, as I mentioned, just relax and recharge whilst you're on board, and and you're so you're at it the next day to mm -hmm. to kind of create those memories about those fantastic destinations you're traveling into. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so I mean that's pretty much uh, her in a nutshell here. Uh, you know that's uh, really who uh, what the Oceana Marina is all about. So yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate <laughs> you putting that together. That's just fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. And yeah, I, I just hope that maybe that is a little taste to just maybe some of the things you might be able to experience whilst on board. Yeah, and I love how you said you're bringing you know the colors of the ocean back into the rooms. You know, you've got those silvers, those bright colors, and and just those nurturing soft. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's proved proven really really popular. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we've encompassed that element going back into the vista as well. 
Um, I, I, and actually, as part of that as well, it's been an interesting journey for us at Oceana as well in that um, it's actually uh, starting to draw a slightly younger demographic towards Oceana as well. You know, um, generally, you know, we've always been kind of in that demographic where, um, you know, it's usually 60 to 70 year olds, but still very active and intrepid enough where they're still wanting to explore and shore and do do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas we've seen recently, you know, with the Vista and, and with the redesign of the, the Riviera, um, it, it's, you know, it's not uncommon to have some younger families on board as, with us as well. You know, generally, we're not a cruise line for kids by any means. We do accept mm-hmm. kids on board. And if you do ever see kids on board, it's just ever going to be, a, you know, a, a handful at most, really. Yeah. Um, and especially like a, a northern Norway cruise as well. <laughs> I probably don't expect you to even see any at all. Probably um, not, though. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. But no, um, you know, I was lucky enough to be over in the Mediterranean last year as well on board the Riviera. Um, you know, we have there was a great mix of ages on board, and uh, and definitely one of the things that we tend to find with Oceana guests is that there, there's always like a common interest shared, uh, generally in regards to the itinerary itself. So um, even though you might be traveling individually, it feels that you're almost traveling within a big group because there's always conversations getting sparked mm-hmm. up everywhere. Uh, we have a lot of social areas on board where these conversations can kind of start and and really friendships as well. You know, we, we generally find that, you know, if somebody's traveling as a couple on their own, mm-hmm. by the end of the cruise, there's maybe two or three other couples that they've connected with where they're now going to plan their next cruise altogether. So it's, it's great in that sense. I love that. That's so great because it's so <laughs> like minded people, right? Because we're so. all going to the same destination. It's what you enjoy. It's what you like. And why not go together? Yeah, I love yeah, it. very much. It's that common interest that drives a lot of our guests. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. Goodness, wonderful. Well, yes. Well, thank you so much for putting all that together. It's lovely to talk with you. I certainly, I'm sure, we could talk for hours and hours. <laughs> but I greatly appreciate the time that you took out to talk to us today about that itinerary, Vista, and just Oceana as a whole. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and you know, if there's any other uh, itineraries that uh, you know anybody's interested in, Kathleen's here. I, you know, assist you, and uh, we'd love to welcome you on board at some point in the future. Wonderful. Alrighty. Well, thank you and have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for watching this week's Cruise Chat with Oceana. It was really, really neat to see some of the rooms to look at that itinerary that I'm going on. I'm super excited to go now and just to sit and talk about cruising and to learn more about the Vista. I loved it. I really, really enjoyed meeting with Oceana and I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Next week, I'm going to be meeting with MSC Cruises and uh, it's bit since I've met with them and I believe I've met with them one other time before and I went and did a great brand overview last time with Patrick. This time I'm meeting with a wonderful person named Tammy and I'm really looking forward to just discussing some itineraries and looking and see what they offer on their ships. So I just love that and I thank you so much for joining along on this journey as we're doing it. And if you're listening to this on our Cruise and Lives podcast or you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe to our channel, whichever method you're doing. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week. And hopefully you'll be able to cruise with me uh, to Oceana, uh, with Oceana Cruises to Norway. That just looked amazing and I can't wait to do it. And I hope to have you guys join along. So make sure you reach out to me. Info at plenty of sunshine travel.com. Thank you. Bye guys. <laughs>